Blog Talk Radio. Hollywood and friends. Thank you for tuning in. However you're tuning in, appreciate you. You know the vibes. If you've been here before, if it's your first time, it gets a little weird. Nah, I'm joking. But we here every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Six four six seven one six eight five four four. That's the number to call. You could chime in on anything we're discussing. You would just press the number one. We'll bring you on, and that's how it goes down. Be sure to follow me on social media at I am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network. 
on Instagram, B-L-U. It's how you spell blue. And up about today. Tonight is Grammy night. It's the Grammys is music's biggest night. We're going to talk about it with some of these uh, categories, who's expected to win, who I think is going to win, who I think should win, et cetera, et cetera. Also, it was the slap heard, felt, seen around the world. (laughs) It's been a week now since the Oscars. And the smoke still, the dust, I should say, still hasn't completely settled. Still some remnants in the air. I don't, I don't know when it's going to settle. I know many people are tired of talking about it. I know I'm kind of tired of talking about it. It's all we've all been talking about all week. But there's been some new developments, I guess, if you will. So we're going to chop it up a little bit about it. Um, you're welcome to give your take on it as well. Uh, what else are you talking about? Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Cause I lost my, <laughs> I lost my, uh, my place on this list. Uh, Lee Daniels and Monique finally reconciled after reconciled the 30, I'm 13. You hear me? 30. It's early. I'm on the West coast. It's kind of early. Uh, 13 years. It's been, at least since Precious came out, that was the last major movie that Monique and Lee Daniels did together. And it was this whole controversy. It included Oprah. It included Tyler Perry. It included some blackballing, allegedly. It was a lot. But there's growth. And they reconcile. We're going to talk about it. Also, the House of Representatives passed the MORE Act aimed to decriminalize marijuana. What does it mean? What is the next steps? And what do I think about it? 646-716-8544. What blows mine a little later. Remember, press number one if you want to chime in on anything. Let's get into, let's start with the slap heard around the world. Let's just, let's just get it out the way. Let's just get right into it. Get it out the way. Uh, a brief update. I'm sure everyone, I don't know anyone who haven't heard about this. If you, if you haven't heard about this, I want to know where you live. Because probably somewhere with no TV, no radio, population 10. This was the, and still is, probably the biggest story. And it's been a whole seven days now since the Oscars happened. So we all seen it. Will Smith, Chris Rock, right? So we all, just to sum it up real quick, we all kind of thought it was a joke initially, right? then... It was revealed that it wasn't a joke, yada, yada. Um, crazy night, and it's um, still going. And But the aftermath is what I want to talk about for today, what, what happened after the fact. And there's been a lot of uh, new developments. 
there's been it's been said that there is holds on certain productions that Will Smith was a part of, and then the question becomes: Is it going too far? Are they? Uh, is this necessary? I guess. Like Bad Boys Four. I, I I wasn't even all the way sure that they were doing it, doing this, but I guess production, pre-production or something, and it's kind of on hold right now. That's what's being reported. Uh, there was another film that Will Smith was a part of that's reportedly being on, put on hold as well. And I don't know if it's being put on hold because they are disagreeing with how Will handled the joke on stage and slapping Chris Rock, or if it's on hold because they don't know what the world is collectively thinking and don't want to put out something that could potentially flop. I'm trying to understand the angle. So that that's where I'm at with it. What's the reason for the hold? Y'all feel the stocks, the Will Smith stock is going down? You don't think he'll put... Uh, eyes on the screen at this point, or you just want to let it blow over first before you spend millions and millions of dollars on a production and no one cares because he's so-called canceled. And not not saying he's canceled because that he's not yet, but it's still mixed. Like I said, the dust hasn't settled yet. It's still mixed reviews about the situation. So that's why I want to know. Why? Are the productions on hold? I personally, I feel like, I don't feel like this is going to really hurt Will. Maybe, um, because these are things that probably wouldn't be coming out until like 2023 or something anyway, right? Maybe, maybe the end of this year, possibly. But, or maybe even further, further out. So by the time they drop, this whole thing would probably blown over. Will and Chris probably would have done a sit down at the red table talk or something by then. You know, who knows? But I don't feel like this would hurt um, viewership for anything. Certain people, um, it seems, are really so-called affected by this. And I don't know if it, it, it seemed like it's mostly a certain group of people, I'll just say that, um, who's so-called like traumatized by what happened and sickened. Those are, these are the words that I'm being thrown around. Sickened, traumatized, certain, a certain group of people who seem to be really, really, really feeling away. A lot of, a lot of Karens are really, really, really feeling the way. Feeling like Will should have been arrested and locked up and thrown under the jail and all this, and they're traumatized and all this. But there's a lot of people that, that is like, whatever. Even if they disagree with how Will handled the situation, they're not ready to just, like, lock him up and throw away the key. So, again, I don't think it, any of this would hurt viewership too much. 
You'll have some people who probably like, oh, I ain't going to see that movie. He assaulted Chris Rock on national television in front of my children. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think it's going to really affect anything. So, I don't know. We'll see how this um, plays out in terms of production, the production of things. Um, but, yeah, it was quite a week. Quite a week. Um, let me see. Someone said D-Day is April 18th for Will. I'm not sure what D-Day is. But I have been reminded about a uh, question of the day. I'll be completely forgetting about this. Uh, every week we do what we call question of the day. And every week I never have it ready and prepared. I always have to search for it. This week's question of the day is, what are your funniest childhood memories? 646-716-8544. Again, that's the number to call, and you would just press number one if you wanted to get on. The air waves. For me personally, what are your funniest childhood memories? I would say when growing up, me and my co-host who's not on right now, Judy Blue, um, some of my cousins, and some other friends of ours, we used to, like, make the most out of our time just, like, doing the funniest, the funniest shit. We had a, a camera, a camcorder, because that's what it was then. We didn't really have, like, camera phones and... There was no social media. There was no YouTube or anything. But we had an actual cam camcorder, the one that you put the tape inside, and we would record our own skits, and we would recreate um, shows we seen like MTV Cribs, um, things like that. So. We it it was and still is when we if we were to watch it today is funniest shit in the world and I always say this to Judy Blue as well if YouTube was out like we've been doing it though we would have we could have been had like the channel up with the content like we was really recording this recording stuff like this just being crazy. I remember writing out whole skits. Uh, one, one was called uh, <laughs> um, Marty's Ugly Baby. That was the skit, right? So the the thing was um, Judy Blue just had a baby, and the baby was super ugly, right? But it was to make fun of the fact that no one around the person with the ugly baby would ever really say the baby is ugly. So when she came in the door with the baby, and mind you, I played the baby, so I put my head through the stroller, 
And it was this whole thing. The shit was hilarious, though. So everybody like, oh, my God, he's so adorable. And then um, when they turned their back, they would say otherwise. And the way we shot it was so funny because, again, it was just the camcorder, the one with the tape that go inside. We didn't have computers. We didn't have editing. So I would edit it myself as best I could. I'm talking about, like, pausing the tape, playing it again, recording it again, recording the next shot. It was hilarious. So those are some of my favorite um childhood memories growing up and again we used to do also like um mtv crib so we would do it around the crib in the hood you know the apartment building so my cousins would like go around the room explaining how the room looked and how the bunk beds were and try to explain it in a a way that made it seem like it was something more than what it is it used to be Hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so those are some of my uh, funniest childhood memories. One day I might, because I still got the, the footage, one day, because I know they have capabilities now where you can convert, like, VHS tapes into um, USB to plug into the computer or files or whatever to convert it into the computer. So one day I might I might be able to do that. Just to have it, you know, forever, I guess. It may even post some just as a throwback. But, yeah, what a time, what a time. Um, let's move on. So D-Day is decision day from the academy. Okay, okay. D-Day is the decision day from the Academy whether to ban Will Smith or not. Someone said that will likely cause another media firestorm and determine his short-term future, at least when it comes to projects. Okay, so maybe that could be what, why the, or when the productions will be resumed, maybe pending the results of what the Academy says, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's move on. What else are you talking about? Let's talk about Lee Daniels and Monique reconciling their differences after 13 years. Precious came out, I believe it was like 2009 or something like that. Um, Precious, that movie actually holds a special place in my heart sidebar um that was the last um last movie that i actually took my my brother to that's a sidebar um we went to the movies to see that um to see precious i remember getting like movie passes and was surprised that he actually wanted to go so we went um and then like couple months later so uh we lost him but that's like sidebar so for that reason precious that movie is just like when i think about it i think about that moment so that was 2009 and it was big it was big 
that movie. And it was this whole thing. If you're unfamiliar, I'm going to give you a quick brief rundown. Monique, she said she had in her contract to just, like, do a certain certain things. And then at one point, I guess once the movie really started taking off, production, which now included, like, leading, um, Oprah, Tyler Perry, et cetera, wanted Monique to, like, go across seas to promote the movie. Monique wasn't with the shits because she felt like she didn't want to take time away from her family. And also she felt like she, uh, what's the word, um, completed the terms of her agreement. Like, that's not what she got paid for. And I think she got paid less than what she normally would have gotten paid because at the time it was like, I don't think, I don't know if Lee Daniels was as big and known as he is now. I think that was kind of one of his, like, his first couple of big joints, you know. So it was on the indie side in terms of production and payment. So Monique did it off GP. Like, they was cool, you know. So she did what she did. She didn't want to go do the rest. And then this whole situation happened where she was allegedly blackballed. And they were saying so-called Monique was difficult to work with. And apparently that's like a death sentence in Hollywood. And for a while, Monique wasn't really getting work. And... It was this whole thing, this whole thing. It was this beef between Lee Daniels, Monique, uh, Tyler Perry, and Oprah. It was a lot of name calling and things of that nature. Um, fast forward to now. I don't know if the if the slap that was heard around the world kind of made them think like, you know what? Let's 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 make up. Let's. Let's put some positivity out in the world or something. I don't know. But they ended up, Monique is on like a comedy tour right now. And I don't know how it came about, but there's this footage floating around. I think it was a show in Jersey, I think. Not 100% sure. But Monique brought Lee Daniels out on stage. And based on his reaction, it's almost like he didn't know that she was going to have him come out or... I don't know, because he said something like he was nervous, he was shaking, he didn't know what to expect. So I don't know if it was like a spur of the moment, like, yo, Monique going to bring you out. But anyway, they hugged it out. He apologized to her, which throughout the years, she was basically requesting that, wanting that, for him to, like, publicly apologize. He did that. They hugged it out. And they're about to make it happen again. Monique is going to be on a new Netflix movie that Lee Daniels is producing. And that, too, is another reconciliation that happened because if you remember a few years ago, Monique had her falling out with Netflix. They were trying to pay her $10 to do a Netflix special, and she felt like she was worth way more than that. I'm exaggerating about the number, by the way, but... Yeah, they was paying, trying to pay her like a fraction of what they were going to pay Amy Schumer, just had paid Amy Schumer at the time. Monique wasn't with the shit. She said she wanted people to boycott Netflix. So now that's another thing because Netflix is a part of this. So they reconciled that. Two reconciliations, and it's a good look. It's a good, good look. So. Fast shouts to them. Fast shouts to growth. Take notes, people. Realize life is too short. You know, and it's, sometimes it just takes a conversation. Sometimes it's like a misunderstanding. 
I even had my own situation. I just recently had a falling out with a friend and then um, decided to reach out after, what was it, probably a good two years or something or a year and a half, which felt like a long time because we were really cool. And I decided to, you know, be the bigger man, reach out, and, you know, and it worked out for the better. Now we're back chopping it up and being cordial and and stuff like that. So, yeah, if nobody stole your baby or, you know, nothing serious, took money from you or cursed your mom out, there's some things you could come back from. So I feel like you should uh, take the opportunity to be the bigger man. So fast shouts to Lee Daniels and Monique. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this new film that's coming out called Demon House on Netflix that Monique is now going to be a part of. She's going to play the role of a social worker who help a family get through a series of exorcisms. So, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about tonight is the Grammys. Grammy night. Music's biggest night. Um. So... Let's see what happens. I'm sure there'll be some precautions and some jokes because this is just one week after the Oscars. So I'm sure whoever's hosting is probably going to make some kind of joke about the situation. They'll probably be wondering, you know, just making sure nobody gets slapped tonight. Um, You know, Kanye West already was taken off the program he was supposed to perform. So they probably really feeling like, yes, we thankfully we took that, took him off. So <laughs> any uh, outbursts or anything might not happen, but you never know when it, when it comes to a live show. It's not the first time crazy things happen on award shows, but makes for good TV. Like Chris Rock said, greatest Greatest night in the history of television. Um, so, yeah, the Grammys tonight. Um, one of the biggest awards of the night is Album of the Year. That's like the best, best actor, best actress, if you were into the movie scene and Oscars. Album of the Year is like one of those big awards of the night that everyone looks to see who's going to get it. Um, I'm pulling up the category now because I can't remember who all is in the category. But in the meantime, while I do that, I want to talk about the performances aspect of the show. That's one of the main reasons I like watching award shows is for the performances. So... John Legend is one of the performances tonight. Um, Carrie Underwood, Lil Nas X, BTS, Billie Eilish, her. The thing about award shows, particularly 
particularly the Grammys, is it could be like hit and miss pending the type of music you're into because it's every genre for the most part. So there'll be a lot of bathroom break moments for me. You know, it's a certain type of uh, if 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 you if you don't know artists or song, there'll be a lot of like going to fix food moments and bathroom breaks and stuff. But I'm looking forward to seeing uh John Legend. Her always does her thing. And yeah, we'll see what happens. Also, uh, Silk Sonic is actually one of the performers, and it's rumored that they're gonna open the show. This got me paying the rent. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, they always do their thing, so that should be something to see. And um, yeah, let me pull up these uh, categories for album of the year. Doja Cat for Planet Her. Chris Brown. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this? Oh, no, that's back of my mind. Okay. So it's uh, Doja Cat, Her, Billie Eilish, John Baptiste, Travis Scott, Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, uh, Lil Nas X, Taylor Swift. Did I say Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah, I said Taylor Swift, but I really meant Olivia Rodrigo. And Lady Gaga, Tony Bennett. Let me just double check that. That is the right category for album of the year. Because it just says album. And I, I believe that is album of the year, but does it just say album? I just want to make sure. But, yeah, so I didn't even realize that there's that many people in that in that category. It's like 25 people in there. But yeah, that's the biggest uh, awards of the night. Um, Doja Cat got a lot of uh, nominations. So yeah, I was right. Album of the year. That it, those are the um, categories. Out of those, I haven't heard any. Well, I haven't heard all of them, so I can't fully say my my response right now is going to be very biased but Kanye West is up there as well with Donda um so based on what I have listened to which is Donda which is um back of my mind I don't even know if I heard the full album of that but that's her her album Doja Cat I heard some songs from that album um, Justin Bieber, I heard some songs from that album. So based on my biased hearing, what I heard, I would say I would say her. Her her she songwriting the Overall sound, I I like what her does. I would say her. 
runner-up for me would probably be Kanye or Doja Cat. Doja is very, very dope. And, yeah. So I would say out of those three for me, but again, super biased opinion because I haven't heard Taylor Swift album. I haven't heard Lil Nas X album. I haven't heard John Baptiste album. So we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Um, best new artist. Very new because I only know like one name on this list. <laughs> well, two names: Sweetie and Phineas and Olivia Rodrigo. It's like I didn't realize these categories had so many people in it. I don't know if it's new or if I just never really paid attention like that, but they got a lot of people in these categories. I'm used to it being like five people per category. It's like eight, nine, ten people in each. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I'm just scrolling through the nominations. Best R&B performance, Snow Allegra, Justin Bieber, Her, Silk Sonic, Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine got to get that. Best R&B performance? I mean, Silk Sonic is up there too, but Jasmine, though. Pick Up Your Feelings is a dope song. If you haven't heard it yet, go check it out. Best R&B song, Damage by Her. Good Days by SZA. Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon. That was a dope song. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. And Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. That's a tough category. I feel like Silk Sonic going to sweep any category they're in. It just seems like that's what's going to happen. Uh, let's see. So there's only four people in the best rap performance categories because there's not that many rappers or what? what's up? <laughs> uh, Kendrick Lamar is in there. No, it's actually Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar, Cardi B, J. Cole, and Megan Thee Stallion. Only four people. Best melodic rap performance is five people. We got one more in there. J. Cole, Doja Cat, Lil Nas X, Tyler the Creator, and Kanye West. Best rap song. DMX has a nomination in here for his posthumous album that was released a few months ago. The song features Jay-Z and Nas called Bath Salts. Doja Cat, no, actually Saweetie, best friend song is in here featuring Doja Cat. Baby Keem again featuring Kendrick. Kanye West featuring Jay-Z, Jail. And J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. My life. Best rap song. Huh. I like Jail personally. The Kanye West featuring Jay Z joint. That My Life song go hard though too. The J. Cole featuring Twenty One Savage and Moray. I haven't heard this Baby King Family Ties song. Bath Salts, I heard it, but I can't remember how it went. 
and best friend. We all heard best friend, sweetie and Doja Cat. We all heard that everywhere. I personally would say my life or jail. Uh, last one I'm going to talk about is the best rap album. J. Cole, the off-season, Nas, King Disease, Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost, and Kanye West, Donda. What's up with the rap category only having four people, though? Um, I heard I heard most of the off-season. I haven't heard the full, full. I heard a few of the songs for King Disease 2, Nas' album. I want to say I heard most of Tyler, the creator's album. And I think I listened to, I think I got through all of Donda by Kanye West. Oh, let's see. Let's see. For me personally, it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough call. I would give it to Kanye or J. Cole. Best rap album. We'll see if I'm right. Tonight, the Grammys, the 64th annual, I think, 64th annual Grammys tonight. Live from Las Vegas. Check it out on CBS. And, yeah, let's move on. Talk about the House passing the Moore Act which is aimed to decriminalize marijuana. So it's now set to go to the Senate. According to the rumors and rumblings, it might not pass so easily in the Senate. It might not pass the Senate at all. But this bill basically would essentially remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act list and decriminalize it. So the measure will require federal courts to expunge prior marijuana convictions, there's so many of those, and conduct resentencing hearings for those completing their sentences currently. It also authorizes a 5% sales tax on marijuana and marijuana products that would be used for grant programs focused on job training, substance abuse treatment, and loans to help disadvantaged small businesses get into the marijuana industry. I like the fact that the 5% sales tax is going towards things like this, but initially I'm like, you know, that's the only reason I feel like marijuana is still one of those things that's not like across the board just like legal and sold in every store like cigarettes are is because they haven't gotten the chance to get their hands on it and get some of that money. That's the only reason they don't like uh, the people on the block selling it because they can't get their cut. It's not because it's the most dangerous drug in the world. It's not because it's killing people like some other drugs. Not for any other reason than I need my cut. Y'all not about to be out here selling weed and making money and Uncle Sam ain't getting his shit. No, no, no. So this bill, it passed with a line vote, party line vote, 220 to 204. All but two uh, Democrats backed the measure. 
and only three Republicans um, backed it. I think that's what that means. So now it's heading to the Senate. We'll see what happens there. If it passes in the Senate, then it heads to the president to sign it into law. I feel like it should be. It should have been. This should have been uh, the case. There's so many people that's in jail right now for, for weed charges, and they'll be able to get their sentences looked at. Um, people who have records. We'll get them records expunged. There's there's already so many states that don't allow jobs to like or allow you to lose your job or not be able to get a job because of uh, marijuana, but there's still so many states that still drug test for it. So it's just one of those things. Eventually, I guess, every state will be universal and on board, which is what this bill would actually allow to happen. So we'll see what happens. I think it's a good look. The MORE Act, M-O-R-E, which basically stands for Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement. Look it up if you want to know more about it. And that's it for what's hot in these blogs for today. Um, Let me see. I'm trying to think if I got... What do I have that blows mine? Because typically if I'm here with Judy Blue, she would be the, the one that's angry and got everything that blows hers. Joking. But I'm trying to think. Um, what blows mine? I don't think I got anything. I don't think I got nothing. I'm going to think about it. But in the meantime, in between time, I think we're going to wrap the show up on that note. Facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Like us there. Follow us on Instagram at Hollywood and Friends. Follow me on social media at I am Hollywood. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow our producer, Stacy. At Hampton Blue Network on Instagram, BLU is how you spell blue. Thank you for tuning in. Another podcast in the books. We're already in April. Time is moving. Oh, you know what? That actually blows mine. I just remembered something. I just remembered something. Let's do it. Let's do it. Stacy, let's get that theme music popping off. Part of the show, we say we get under our skin, works our nerves. What's that one thing people do that just have you like, bruh? Really? 
646-716-8544, or press 1. This was random because I thought about it. I was about to end the, end the podcast without doing what blows mine, but then I thought about it because it is April 3rd. We just had April Fool's Day. And what blows mine about April Fool's Day is people still do the same old trash ass that used to work so many years ago, but not no more. Everybody's pregnant on April 1st. Everybody's posting sonograms. Everybody's having a baby. Everybody's getting married or just got engaged. But pregnancy is probably one of the biggest ones. Like, y'all not tired of being pregnant on April 1st yet? And for the people who fall for it every single year, y'all not tired of this yet? Like, out of everything that you can do to pull April Fool's Day prank or joke on people, you choose to post a sonogram. That's all you got. Like, come on. We tired of sonograms on April 1st. And if you actually are pregnant around April 1st time, don't do not do it on April 1st. Don't do it on April 1st. Because even if you are really pregnant, no one's going to believe it. Wait till the second. But, yeah, that blows mine. I've seen so many sonograms on Friday. And it's like, bruh. Really? <laughs> yeah, that knock it off. Give 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 me something else. Faithful Fool's Day. Other than the sun crown. <laughs> um but yeah, that's all I got. And thank you for tuning in, however you're tuning in. Hollywood and Friends Podcast, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, Tune In, iTunes, Pandora, however you're listening, appreciate you. And we'll be back next week, same place, same time. We out. Better than any mini miney mo 
Here for the gold C3PO Ghost gave me the beat just to hear me glow uh. Can you hear me now? Get back, get back to it, right back to it. Came out the flames, going right back through it. Best is a bop soon as I debut it. Never will I stop, nigga, thought you knew it. If you left my side, you blew it. If you counted me out, you stupid. Clarity, nigga, no confusion. Get back, get back, cause the heat I'm brewing is a huh, hard to get. Wait till you hear this whole new shit. Just reloaded my new clip. Feeling this bias, it's a whole pit. Church, Sunday service. Can't judge a book by what's on this surface. <laughs> I'm so quiet, I should make you nervous. Send out a PSA, nigga, this is urgent. Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? This thing on? Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now?